Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Welcome to the Saturday Slam and Jam. Hosted by Andrew Schlicht with Alex Spears. How about we can just watch basketball? That's a man's jam! I like that idea. Live from Oklahoma. With questions and participants from all around the world. Put that on a poster! Whether you're flipping your flapjacks, tending to your yard, or just sipping your coffee, get ready, sit back, relax. It's the Saturday Slam and Jam. Back is, I missed this shot, I walk away, I'm still a chump. Here's Andrew. Welcome to the Saturday Slam and Jam. I'm your host, Andrew Schleck. Go to theathletic.com slash NBA show and get The Athletic for $1 a month for six months. We're doing this show live from the Vivint Smart Home Arena right after the Rising Stars Challenge. Thrilling. After Jose Alvarado ended it all. It It was a beautiful scene, honestly. I'm here with David DeFore. I'm here with Mike Smeltz. Uh, it was a it was a fun it was a fun game, especially that last one. Seeing Alvarado do what he did was great. Any game that ends on a made shot is awesome. Yeah. Every single time. Even we even like it when a game ends on a made shot that doesn't count. <laughs> Spencer Dinwiddie just did it a couple <laughs> weeks ago, right? Like we love that. It the target score is a a victory for the sport of basketball, for the spirit of basketball, yeah. for the soul of basketball, we got a walk-off at an all-star game. It's, it rules. Yeah. I, I loved it so much. It's great. And and like that first game between Joachim Noah and basically the, the G League team, it was like, okay, this is going to end pretty quick. Yes. Because you just run up the score and then it's just over, which was also great. Is this the greatest Friday night in <laughs> NBA all-star history? Because Sam, our video guy, is here. He he chose. He, so there's two options, just to let everyone know. There's two different games going on sort of simultaneously, though it's a little staggered. There's the Celebrity All-Star Game, which is filled with TikTokers. And then there's Real Rising Stars. Yeah. Dave, Andrew, and I chose the Real Rising Stars. And Sam, who will not be allowed to talk, chose the Celebrity. <laughs> but Sam, you, there was a three-quarter shot buzzer beater for the victory that no, didn't know it didn't count it didn't and count. it was still awesome people he told still, us about it because uh, we're still talking about it we love a made shot look at this look this at this is what happens synergy <laughs> i was gonna dig into that story is Thank this you. the greatest honestly the greatest can you remember any other single friday night <laughs> in nba all-star history well, it, what was great is alvarado's just he's just embodies the spirit of like a game winner which was just that in oh, itself was game. great. Now we weren't watching on the broadcast, but I I, I was uh you know watching the post game interview. Yeah, he called. He called game. Yeah, I love I love that they mic'd the guys up. Like this is what an all star event should feel like. And then that last game, those guys played hard. Yeah, they wanted to win. Like you could see, especially like when it was 16-16, they kind of turned it up. And th- this is where that target score or Elam ending, whatever you want to call it. It makes a difference in these sort of exhibitions. I mean, I, I'm not saying that guys weren't playing hard the whole time because I actually thought a lot of the guys did play hard. The shooting wasn't there yeah, at all for any of these teams, but the the effort was. Um, and you mentioned the the G League guys kind of – man, that was rough. I'll tell you, that, that shows you the big difference between the guys that actually make the league and it's the a, guys that are on the fringe. Dude, it's a massive difference. Yeah. It's, the G League is great, and it's, there's a lot of great programs, and it has a purpose, but – there's a massive difference. I mean, it's a developmental league in in every sense. Yeah. Like those players, if they were good enough to go make like big money out of, you know, the States, like if they went to Europe, like if these guys were good enough to go play in Spain, they would. There's more money there. So, you know, it's a step down from that sort of level of competition. But it's actually this is one of the cool things is like I think fans, they don't really watch the G League games. And so for the fans, they probably think, all right, well, it is a crap product but those guys i mean they're they showed flashes they did stuff i mean you know scoot physically looks 
like an NBA guy. Yeah. But that just shows you the level of play difference. I mean, the, the, the NBA guys were more organized and nobody out here was practicing. They weren't running an offense. Right? Yeah. Well, and Although also like, like these games were <laughs> like that last game was the most anybody played was like seven minutes. Yeah. You know, so like there's not there's no like stat comparables here. Do you have the minutes? Uh, are, are they in the box score? Yeah, like yeah. How did they do that? So how many minutes did the Rockets guys play? Because we we noticed that they <laughs> basically just sat on the bench. For- uh, just for the record, I didn't bring this up. I didn't bring this up one time uh, for the in the last game. Is this what you're talking about? Uh, Tar Eason got a DNP. Jeez. And yes. now that's a mistake. Yeah. And then Jabari played five minutes and 21 seconds. So let me ask you this. I, I do think with Scoot, it's interesting that, okay, he didn't really stand out, right? Didn't attack. Now, I'm not going to extrapolate this tiny little game. I'm not going to blow this out of proportion. But what we understood about Scoot Henderson was he's the consensus number two prospect in the NBA draft. Yeah. If he had a great night, the hype train would have continued to skyrocket. Now, like, like we talked about, they didn't run plays. He was playing with guys he's never played before. Played 12 minutes and 18 seconds. What did he do? What was this? Four points. Yeah. Four points, two assists, two steals. Did, does he need another year in the G League to get more seasoning? <laughs> does he need another? You know, is he not ready? Maybe, is he not ready for the year? Well, okay. I'm just now, the, I would say this. If we're comparing, like, him and I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen any of his stuff in the G League, okay? But he, I mean, he stands out in the G League against G Leaguers. I've watched two games, yeah, his, yeah, and he stands out. Um, but Victor Wimanyama, the league he's playing in, I mean, the French league has a, a great athletes, but it's 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 a lesser competition league than Spain or you know, the Euro League, obviously. But yeah, it, it's a I would say it's similar, maybe slightly above G League as far as like quality of play, but I mean athleticism there's more athleticism in that league so like there are things about the the g league that you can look at like beyond just like okay this guy is a good player you can see how scoot does against similar like high level athletes because the g league does have a lot of those guys like guys who are just like can run jump you know do that well, kind the of g league is way more open than the, what victor's playing against in europe right or yeah. playing against in france and mm-hmm. i mean it's so funny. Look at us. We're devolving into this victory. We've already scoot. gone into Vic. I know. Victor it's Yama is not here. Oh, well, he might be in Utah, but I, he's not at the game tonight. I know. And, and we're talking about. But but I do think if like if we're talking about actual takeaways from a semi ridiculous event where they broke everyone up into four teams, that was fun. It was a fun format. I'm with Dave. I think by going to ending the game on a score makes it actually exciting. Yeah. Um. There are small things you can try to take out of this. And if we're trying to do that, if we're trying to dig in with with tweezers into this game and pick out the, the delicious little bits. Scoot Henderson, maybe like not dominating, feels like something. Feels like uh, it doesn't mean anything, but it feels like something. Also, another thing I noticed, um, the Thunder players continue not to pull up and over, not not to do it at the end of the game. They lost <laughs> Giddy, Giddy, who may, is sub, just sub all star. And Jalen Williams, wait, that they lost. What? Giddy. Sub all, just sub all star. Well, technically, everyone's sub all star yeah, who isn't yeah, an all star. Yeah. I'm just trying to get Andrew riled <laughs> up here. <laughs> they they couldn't pull it off. They couldn't pull hey, it off were, against Team Pal. Hey, credit Team, team Pal. Pal. Credit Took to Team Pal. The chip. <laughs> they, I love Pal Gasol's reaction tonight. By the way, he was. It would. It he felt, treated like he was coaching. Yeah, it was. It was kind of. That was what was cool. It was Darren Williams, right? Joakim Noah. There was a third guy who I'm not quite sure who he was. So <laughs> Coach Williams and Pal Gasol and the different vibes between all of them. You brought up the comment of what Darren Williams said in, during the draft. So yeah. to explain to everyone, what, how were these teams picked? Because so, maybe not everyone's clued into how so we got these delicious rosters. It was a draft. So they drafted and it was only exclusively on the NBA app. And so I sat there and watched on my phone. <laughs> and no lo- joke. I was talking to him and he was like, all right, I'll be there in a minute. Okay. I'm watching the rising stars draft. And I laughed so <laughs> I, hard to myself. I said, I got to This is the coach team. Jason. I said, I have to know who Jason is. Jason Terry. Jason Terry. Jet, oh, Jet. wasn't there jet? Yeah. Wasn't there another guy who was brought up as coach or maybe he was just an assistant. Apologies. Yeah. yeah. Jason jet. Terry. Jet. He didn't get to choose his team. He, got he just the got the G League. G League. Yeah. Uh, but Darren Williams said, I haven't watched much of these guys. <laughs> 
I don't even have League Pass. Uh, it was it was a hilarious sight. In Pal's team, the scoring distribution very even, like they were sharing the sugar. And it, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, it, it stands out to me when I'm looking at the roster sheets here. Aside from the G League team, the team that won, they didn't have any money from the Rockets, <laughs> and uh, that matters a, apparently. It's a stated fact. It's no Rockets, a, no Thunder. It's just a state. Both are facts. Stated facts. I mean, the, All winners that, over here I mean, on Team Pal. What does it mean to lose <laughs> in the Rising Star game? So here's the deal. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Jordan never did. It's true. It's true. Is that right? I'm just throwing it out never there. Participated, like, but also uh, yeah. never. <laughs> yeah. Never lost. Exactly. So these games are pretty meaningless. It was fun. Yeah. It was. It was, a, it it was really a spectacle. Was uh, Alpern Shengun was in jeans within like ten minutes. The a mascot hit a mini uh, basketball right at him with a golf club. Oh yeah, and dangerously Sh- close. Shingun was not satisfied, and he threw it into the stands. <laughs> he was supposed to throw it back to the mascot, and he just chucked it into the stands. <laughs> I think that's maybe the highlight for me. It was a beautiful. And moment. then the Milwaukee Bucks Breakers dunk team at in between right before the final was another highlight for me. We yeah. actually got a chance to watch them practice this morning oh really uh, yeah. over in in the huntsman center yeah and it was pretty impressive it's, it's a different experience seeing i've never seen the the gymnast dunkers without a crowd like they were just practicing oh, right. right it was empty it was totally different experience it was more impressive without the crowd because you just get so like we see it all the time like we all have you know we have the league pass and we get the in arena feed so i watch all that stuff because i just leave it on or whatever but it was a different thing to see them like with no one there because I was like hyper. Fo- we were talking about it. I was hyper focused on what these guys were doing, and I just never really thought about it. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, those guys are fun. They're good. Yeah, so they're all stars. So we're gonna <laughs> did, and for for this for the podcast, I just pointed at Dave. Was like, yeah, yep, he's right. So we're gonna do rising star superlatives. We're not gonna talk about the games <laughs> I'm anymore. So excited. There's not a lot to take away. Some guys are trying really hard. I feel like Quentin Grimes was trying really oh. hard. Like he really wanted, he wanted this game, and so yeah, and he was, would have been the MVP. They were just feeding him, and and he yeah. was actually cooking. Um, yeah. and, you know, I mentioned this while we were sitting there watching. He looked like, you know, the second year player at summer league against these guys, which, which makes sense. Like he's playing against dudes that have less than six months of NBA experience. Yeah, uh, you know, in large part, four of seven from three, and he looked like more of a you know, grown man basketball player than those guys. And, and you know, I mean, he's he's had a great year. Um, I'm not surprised to see it out of him, but they really were feeding him. It was like they made a conscious decision. This is our guy. Let's let's go out and win. Yeah. And you can win the MVP. <laughs> so let's start with the first superlative. I'm so excited. Most likely to lead the league in scoring from these Rising Stars rosters. Does Scoot count? Oh, Scoot counts. He counts. I mean, kind of. Does no, he, he should count. He's okay. on it. Okay, I think let's he count. should count. Okay. Right. He's in. Regardless of that, it's Kenneth So Walton is Mac here. McClung. <laughs> Mike McClung's also in. Okay. Um, uh, you know, so I think the the choice is, right? Bancaro, Scoot. Is there really anyone else? I mean, Jalen Green could do it, right? Jalen Green could Jaylen, do it. Sure. You, yes. could, you could see a scenario where Jalen Green puts up like 32 points a game on a really awful team. Like the one he's on, <laughs> right? I mean, that I think he's of all the guys probably got the best shot. He is a legit like. I mean, he's a gunner. Yeah, he's never going to be shy about shooting. He's never going to you know. He's never going to overpass. Those kind of guys. I mean, and, yeah. and he actually has some some real talent. So I mean, I think out of the whole list, probably Jalen Green and then Scoot because Scoot is going to be the number one most likely wherever he goes. So he he has a shot at it, but uh, Jalen, I mean, as a scorer, I, I don't know if any of these guys can really even touch him right now. Ben Matherin, I, it's I, I think it's a little bit different. Matherin, I don't know if he's going to have the ball enough yeah. all the time, like the, the heliocentric offense type thing that is going to propel you to win the scoring title. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to have it all the time. He may have like the fantastic, long, consistent. 20 point career over like 20 point season over and over again. Mm-hmm. So I brought up Ben Caro. Do you think that's a possibility for him or is it, or is it too tough for him just because of, you know, the position he plays because ultimately I'm sure he will evolve into shooting more and more threes and all that stuff, but he won't be like green is going to put up threes like crazy. Um, 
Does Ben Carroll like how, what's the ceiling I think he on the scoring? Too much, right? Like so, you know, the guys like that that are gonna. I mean, he's he's a distributor. He's a play initiator. Like I just think that those kind of guys, like they naturally aren't. Like they're not gonna be in a position to do that. And I feel that way with uh, with Matherin. How many t- how many times have you had a guy lead the league in scoring and had a teammate who was a twenty and ten assist guy? Well, let's like, talk. Let's talk. Like let's talk about the scoring leaders in the past five years. Luka Doncic, heliocentric. Joel Embiid, big, but he's the focal point of the offense. Steph, obviously, yeah. Harden, Harden, Harden. <laughs> Westbrook, yeah. Steph Curry, Westbrook. Kevin Durant, Carmelo Anthony. I think Paolo fits in with that kind of group. I think he could. I think his ceiling, thirty percent usage, is that kind of guy. I think he could do it. I think he's capable. I mean, he's got the talent, but I, I just, I don't know if his, because he is a playmaker. I think that he, it, that's something he values about his game is his passing. I mean, he's got the, he's got the moves. Like he has like the, he's the fluidity. Yeah. To score like that. I mean, what's he at right now? I mean, he's, he's above 20 points a game. And I think yeah. you do that as a rookie, obviously you can score like in real life. Yeah. So well, yeah. it's also. Yeah. If Ben is leading the league in scoring, either something has gone wrong where he's dropped those other parts of his game or something has gone so right that he's still doing the passing, still doing right. the initiating, but then putting up 32 but points a game. Like that would, if he was in a Luca role, I could see it, but I just don't like, is, is he going to evolve into that? Eventually? I don't know. Like Joel Embiid did it and yeah. he's, I mean, he was averaging 30 points, 11 boards, four assists. He's so, he's, he's still so much bigger than Ben Caro. Don't you think he's so much more physically over? I know Ben Caro's I mean, he's more he's big. Yeah, he's more physically dominant. Do you think Ben Caro's going to be a top 12 guy, top 15 guy cuz that's what it really is. I think he's right? got I think he's got a chance to be. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Yeah. It I mean there's so much there's so many things that you know depend on if he can actually get there. It's like situation. Yeah. Health coaching, health, coaching staff, teammates. There's a there's a lot that's right. going to go. I mean, into and this. who they draft next year matters, right? Like if they get if they somehow got scoot get scoot. Somebody sets the table. That would be different, but it's so also exciting. A, you got to share the ball too, right? Like Scoot's going to get his shots up. Yeah. So I don't know, but I, I don't mind Benchero. I, I think he could. Yeah. But most likely to do it, I would still I would agree that it's Jalen Green out of this group. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Next like superlative. It. The most likely to win defensive player of the year. Ooh. Evan Mobley. Yep. Isn't that, that was easy. Why don't we I'm what, staring him I'm staring at his picture right now. What about top three? Because I do think that that's correct. Because he can defend multiple positions. So you love Sohan. I don't know. I do. I don't um, know if that's I mean, I think it. it's just hard as a as a wing to get there. Um he's a and, four. Yeah. Alvarado. Alvarado is like a, he would have to have a five steal right. He was yeah, he would have to be insane. I I, I mean yeah, it's hard. So we're like easier to win it as a big. Like I'll yeah. just oh start. Walker Kessler is a a guy who yes. can do it. He's going to play so much pick. drop. He's going to get a lot of opportunities. He and he is a legit. I mean, this guy is like a five block a game guy. Yeah. Well, and we yeah blocks is such the it's the easiest thing That's to right. translate. I mean, it's the reason why people vote on this award. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think you go. Well, I. So I guess. Because of that, do you go Walker Kessler above Evan Mobley? Because Walker Kessler, while Mobley will be a better defender throughout his entire career, he, Kessler is going to put up the four yes. block per game season. You know, he's going to mature even more. Like th- those are the things that just stand out to people who vote for that award. And I mean, Mobley, I mean, okay, I still have number one, Kessler number two. I'm trying to think of like a good number three. I mean, I, we talk about Sohan. I, honestly, Jabari, Jabari Smith, Jabari Smith is a yeah. is a pretty good defender, um, and and had, I think he's his trajectory is up. Um, he he's got a long way to go. He does to be in the top three but, of this yeah, list. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I I don't. I think it's it's Mobley then Kessler. What about Scotty Barnes? Oh yeah. Well, so he's fallen off this year. He looked like quiet, it right? looked like sky's the limit. Like right. he's gonna be just this. Swiss Army knife of a defender. Wouldn't, wouldn't and he can defend one through KD. five. Yeah. It's, and then it's like he's un, he's underwhelmed. 
but inconsistent role though for a second year guy like what is his job on can you tell me what his job is on defense i mean they're trying to stretch him which is like that's and that's what they should be doing is like not like clearly defining what you should do like let's make this guy grow into his role and i think they're doing that and so that's he's like tbd for me right like i'm not anybody rushing to judgment on Scotty Barnes this year. I think that's wrong. Oh, yeah. No, no, 100%. But I I mean, I, I guess, yeah, he would be third out of the list. But it, to be fair, when you get below, you know, Kessler, uh, Walker Kessler, I think is an underwhelming list defensively. I, so, yeah. Ann is is good, but, but yeah, it probably doesn't do enough. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Enough, the, the blocks. Definitely not and, enough uh, around the rim. Right. What about most likely to win MVP at some point in their career? I mean, I, I think I still I go with Ben Kara. I mean, maybe I just love the guy as I love his game, but like because of what you, you think about, he can lead the league in scoring. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's like a, you, if you can lead the league in scoring potentially, but you know because he does so many other things, I think he has a mentality that like I don't know. I just I I I'm in on his future, his trajectory, particularly as we talked about if like the Magic can like scoop up another really exciting young player yeah and then that team just takes that leap they become what cleveland is now you know um i don't know about anyone else though guys what about evan mobley i was about to say what about evan mobley i mean well, we know what he is under, like oh i mean he's a guy who, <laughs> who you know i am not i'm not whelmed i'm not overwhelmed i'm <laughs> i'm underwhelmed i mean has he had what what has his what leap has he made this year I mean, I think defensively, I think he's been better this year defensively than he did his rookie year. Statistically, he is about the same player he was roughly the same offensively. But I think the three ball has been worse and like shooting less. He doesn't take them. Right. And he's shooting 19% from three. So like he's got to get better there. He averaged 15 points last year, 15.7 this year. Usage is slightly down, but not by much. Not by much at all. Mm hmm. Not we, a great free throw shooter either. No. Below 70% from. But for him to be MVP, he would have to be defensive player of the year. He'd have to be 25 and 12 a game. He'd have to be Kevin three Garnett. Blocks. He'd, yeah. have to, He'd have to be Kevin but Garnett. What, I mean, he, what if he is, though? I mean, he almost has to be Giannis, really. Like, I just don't think he can be that. Like he, like, he could do. He'd have to do what KG did and not be Bosch to win MVP. And he's got to have the ball in his hands more. Yeah. We're not talking about Scoot, but. It, it's maybe too tough as a guard, a ball, like just to, you have to be so electric as elite. You have to be Steph. Or, like, can he be Russell Westbrook? Scoot, you know what I mean? Like, can he? Can yeah. he be that sort He's of rising the burst? Tide? Right. Yeah. How's the? You know, like, is the passing going to be there? Because I mean, this is one of those things that gets lost in translation with Russ. Is that Russ actually is a really good passer? Yeah. Or at least he was. I mean, you can argue now, but he's a really good passer. Yeah, um, and, and it's, we it's why about, they were. I mean, they were top five in offensive efficiency that's right. year after year, even though like they didn't average yep. very many passes at all. Mm-hmm. It's because he created everything. That's right by getting to the hoop. Yep, and then just spraying it out himself. And Scoot, as an athlete, may be enough of a force of nature that yeah. he does collapse the defense in the same way Russell Westbrook did. And he and if they have shooters around him, mm-hmm. we know you know we know how the NBA works, and he he you know can find them. That's a that's a guy. That that would have a shot at it. I mean, if he was if he was able to be a thirty and ten guy, that's that's MVP type numbers. Yeah. So who are we saying? I mean, uh, Scoot. I like Scoot, I like Scoot. Scoot's probably, probably but I think Paolo. I, I'd go one just because we know like a little bit more Scoot. about him. Yeah, yeah. Scoot, Paolo. I think Mobley. Like, okay, who's your who's your dark horse? Like, who's one where you're like, you know what? I secretly believe this guy can make a you're cra- just trying to get us to a say crazy leap. No. Like, if he starts like no, 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 no. I feel like this whole no, no, thing no, 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 is being no. set. Jeremy Sohan. That's the guy. Like if Make his, your case. If his shot it. comes around, man, like I think he's got star written all over him. If the shot comes yeah. around. Now, the, look, we know what they say about ifs. You and know, none of us are drinking right now. That's, so. that's why mine would be Franz Wagner. Like, would, would he be able to do it playing with Paolo, though? I I mean, he's he's 19, four and three and a half. Mm-hmm this year as a second year player big gap i'm saying it's a dark horse i'm not saying like he's i think we're discounting jalen green just because the team is so bad well hold on you can't win Jalen green is like you can't win mvp on a bad team yeah but he's not winning it this year can you win mvp if you don't play any defense at all and have never even heard of it james Uh, harden James harden did 
in Houston. <laughs> in Houston. But where they were like perennial conference winning, final. They were like winning yeah. so much. Yeah, but maybe the you know, the Rockets, maybe Jabari gets it going and Jalen gets it going and they now get Now we're taking Wemby. lots of leaps. I didn't See? I was like taking like maybe one or two. <laughs> now we're just like making just now saying, we're just in a fairy tale land. He's gonna have the ball in his hands. We just talked about it. he he may lead the league in scoring. He has that potential. If you leave Houston the league had in four scoring, rising stars. So are they the best young team in basketball? No. <laughs> You're just trying to get me riled up. I'm always looking around my back to see if like Daryl Moore or not. He's obviously not there anymore, <laughs> but like you what know, if Daryl like, Moore is sitting right behind you. And he's still like And he's in on Jalen Green and as a future. Raphael MVP. Stone. Yeah. yeah. Raphael, that's that's Raphael Stone right there. Though. No, he's he's having <laughs> Raphael Stone's drinking champagne because he has all the Nets picks. So he's That's right. True. That's right. True. His, his make... own guys not being very good is okay. Because yeah. he has all those net picks. Yeah. Although, I mean, again, I mean, they have talent, and that's you know, yeah, they stack I mean, talent. Yeah, yeah, very. Talented. And I and I'm a believer in Jabari <laughs> Smith, man. I think that he, as a defender, is going to be really good. Um, but as an offensive player, I I think he's got. Yeah, they just need like ten more players on the team, <laughs> ten more <laughs> pros, and they'll be okay. Well, they, they well, that's a team that desperately needs like. I mean, and I know they just sent out Eric Gordon, but they really need like a they good need, veteran. They need Eric Gordon. <laughs> they need like type. Can, they should have been in on Danny. Danny Green. Green, but Danny Green went to a championship contender now. Well, he wanted a contract. He wanted extension. to play. He wanted to play with uh, future defensive player of the year, Evan Mobley. Yeah, I don't blame him. Yeah, it's great. Blame him. Now they got Frank Kaminsky. How about that? Wait, wait, what? Did the that? Ro- yeah, yeah. He's the Rockets the- got Kaminsky. Yeah, yeah. In trade. He's there. Oh, oh! They didn't buy him. Out? They're not going to wave him, or he's I think playing. he's part of their future. Okay. He's he's going he's gonna to. I assumed. I assumed him and Phoenix, Sha- him and Shangun. I assumed he was going to wind up back in Phoenix because you know after he got after he got traded, I thought they were going to yeah. let him go, and he would. I mean, he was great in Phoenix. So yeah, yeah. huh? And they could use him. I mean, People like use- Frank. Frank the Tank. I agree that if things change in Houston, that Jalen Green will have a chance. Come back around to my point. Thank you. I Thank do agree. You. What Jaylen if James Green? Harden goes back there as a free agent this summer? Is that good or bad for Jalen Green? Is, yeah. Uh, it's bad for Jalen Green. It's it's great for a potential top four protected pick to the Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it's great for. Okay, next one. Most likely to win a finals MVP in the next five years. Stop. I mean, what are we trying to predict? There's here? one guy. I mean, I, Evan Mobley is that guy. Yeah, I think he's the only guy. Who yeah. else? Who, who else is on a team that we had that we think has like the trajectory to get to no, Sam. the I NBA mean, Finals? That's the yeah. I mean, you know, the, the like the pace uh, Nemhard uh, is is good, but the Pacers don't have that. <laughs> Please stop. And okay, Matherin, right? Or <laughs> Matherin, Matherin. Yeah, yeah. uh, the, the, like the Pacers aren't aren't going to win a title anytime soon. Um, but Cleveland, I think, man, they just got so much talent. And then yeah. Donovan Mitchell having that dude. And then Darius Garland, who is like your one B yeah, is nuts. Yeah. Um, you've got all-star level guard play at both spots. And mm-hmm. then you have two all-star level bigs. Um, that's, that's insane. And then they signed Danny Green. I mean, they might win the title this year. Evan Mobley could be the he- finals MVP this year. Right. I mean, if you, and I'm not, being crazy here, but a couple things break. You're being right. a little crazy, just no, admit listen, it. Hold up, just admit There's it. Co- absolutely listen. no way. No, hold on. Mobley. Couple of just couple of things it. break right for them. Speaking of, I mean, I'm Giannis listening. did just get hurt, right? Like, I mean, it's his wrist, and he he's, he's gonna be fine by the playoffs. But injuries happen. Things are wide open in the West, especially. Yeah, Boston is the favorite, but I mean, look, we've seen. You, you got Season to the word swing. but too quickly after Boston. Like Boston is like far and away. But if they, I mean, if like they far lose, and away. if they lose Jason Tatum for some reason, or you know, Man, you're making big leaps. Today I am. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying that Cleveland, out of all these teams, yeah, has the in best the next shot five years. Of, it doesn't have to be five. this okay. year. No, no, hey, I'm saying they they have a shot of making the finals this year. They they are in that contender class. Yeah, right? not, what would what would Mr. Mobley have to stack together within a seven game series that would that he would get it over? Donovan Mitchell or Garland. You'd have to be or like Danny Green. You would have to go nuts. 20 and, and 10, would be nuts. 20 and 10 and like shutting down Kevin Durant in the right. finals. Yeah. Like he guards like his exclusively guarding KD right. and just and keeping like, like 20 and, a game. What was I know they're different players, but Kawhi when he was with the Spurs, he won 
the finals MVP, mm-hmm. right? He did, yes. What was that season like? I mean, I know that's probably way too hard for us to recall. One of what? the best finals yeah. ever. That was the... Again, the, they're totally different players. I'm just trying to think of, like, the defense yeah. for him was so vivid. Yeah. That that is it would, I mean, Iguodala yeah. won a finals MVP, and he held LeBron to, what, like 27 a game, right? Was that like, 2014 <laughs> finals for... That, 20, uh, yeah, 20, 2014. He was 12 points a game. Who? Kawhi. Kawhi. Six rebounds. And he won the finals. Wait, wait, it, was 20, it was 2014 or 2015? 2014. Yeah. 2014. Ask chat GPT. <laughs> what does chat GPT say to... Uh... <laughs> about that i stuck in a glass case of emotions i, I think evan mobley is the only answer to this I, as yeah. of today jalen green <laughs> no i i will add a legitimate name and i'm not and yeah i'm really not playing to you okay josh giddy yeah i think i think the thunder of all these teams like if you put together all the teams cleveland's by far the best yeah, yeah. um the clippers but bones highland isn't going to win no finals mvp it, the Thunder have a very clear within the next five years. They're they've all the assets. Yeah. They have trades to make. Now, would we would he ever get it over Shea? Uh, probably not, because Shea probably would probably not. be electric in the finals if that happened. But Shea putting up Michael Jordan numbers. You mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would. I would. But, I would say if you're going to pick. A, if you're going to pick a Thunder player, though, I would pick the other one. Jalen Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he's, spicy. He's got a pull up game. The shot is. I believe the shot is real. I love this. He'll get like he could average four steals a game. <laughs> in in like a, in, a, in, a, in a playoff series, like yeah. I think he could like do something crazy. Well, this like is what that. we talked about. Uh, you know, we, we were talking about we're Jalen walk, Williams. We were yeah. walking the streets of Salt Lake and talking I, about this, and I was talking yeah. about Jalen Williams and how his defense is just. It has progressed incredibly fast. Yeah. Where, like, I mean, he's got like the tools, right? The long arms. He's got like good instincts. He's fast. He's kind of strong, but he didn't, it hadn't, it wasn't tied together, which for most rookies, it's not. Yeah. But it seems as if they've been really pushing him and challenging him to challenge himself. And I mean, he was a nightmare defensively. Uh, what, when was that game? He had what, five steals the other he had night? Six steals. Six the steals. Other night. Yeah. He was a nightmare. Yeah, so I could see him like being this. out there being a chaotic defensive playmaker, which is sort of what Kawhi was doing in this the series that he was Finals MVP. And he can really he can really score mm-hmm. when he wants to. And if he's if you're in the finals, you, Shea is going to be like primary option. They're going to be working to take him away. Yeah. If Giddy is like your secondary playmaker, Jalen Williams would stand to catch quite a few like open open three point looks, be able to attack closeouts, get to the basket. And if he's playing high level defense, good argument there. I really like that. I think Giddy. Now, what about Jeremy Sohan when he's in the finals hey. next year with Rookie of the Year and MVP Victor Wembanyama? Hey. Now he's got a real chance. Yeah, yeah, that's a perfect pairing. Oh, I honestly, can't wait. That, I really, they're gonna I really like it. Look, I really like it, that. If I was, if I was running the NBA guys, Tell me there is one team do? I would allow Victor Wembanyama to go to, and that's the <laughs> San Antonio Spurs. That's it. Yeah, I would be. A freezing envelope. Feels like destiny, right? Yep. I would be weighing can down the lottery ball. I can yeah. see him. It's perfect. It's perfect. There's too many. Tony Parker gets hired as an assistant you know, coach. Life rhymes too often for Victor Wimbenyama to not wind up in San Antonio. What rhymes with Wimbenyama? Well, nothing. But Tim Duncan, you yeah. know, one of the greatest bigs ever. Yeah. You know, this would, and, and you've got pop. This would be like, a bookend on on pop i i don't know basketball is kind of like this right like yeah. we, we get these great stories randomly I, ca- I called i called this on this show earlier this year that yeah. i just think it's gonna happen. i want it i want it to happen i yeah. I don't root for outcomes often and especially not with stuff like this like, i root for what's the most fun where is this guy gonna have the best opportunity to flourish and and you know play with other good players right i want to see victor come into a system where he's going to be taken care of where he's going to learn where he's going to grow i don't want him to go somewhere where it's like he gets a hang now and he's going to sit out for the whole year or um not going to be challenged not going to touch the ball mm-hmm. now what i worry about there is will he start right away i want i want to live in a world where this guy day one is a starting center oh, for whoever he's and just start. does that for 15 years right like i want to see that um and I, san antonio would be perfect yeah, and, and they, they move. Per- they stink. Pertle, they move Jakob to clear the space. For they did. It's again destiny. <laughs> well, 
Well, they're trying. They're racing to catch the Houston Rockets. The, the Spurs have won like two games in the last two months, and they still have a better record than the Houston Rockets. Houston Rockets are on pace to have their worst season in franchise history this year, which is not good. No. By the way, <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> okay, next one. Most likely to win sixth man of the year. I love this. I knew this was going to be coming. So this is actually the best question because a lot of these guys are ultimately six men ish. Yeah. You know, there's some like starter level yeah. dudes. Yeah. We haven't mentioned Jaden Ivy yet. Nope. Who's had a nice season. I mean, ultimately Matherin may win it this year. Matherin has. Yes. He's got a legitimate got chance a really to win it. This year. So yeah, he's kind of the pick. I don't know. Although I think ultimately he's a starter. Don't you guys think? You mean like, like as a as a player, right? Like, yes. so he might okay, win it this point. year, but good this point. might be the only chance he has to win right. it. Very yeah. good. You know, a guy like Trey Murphy, you could see him. I mean, I I think Trey Murphy's got a long career. He's three and dunk. Uh, I'm a big big fan of Huge, Murph Dog. Right? Big now, fan. But of you could see a scenario where he's on a team that's you know maybe he he's not uh, like if he's not in New Orleans, he's on a team where maybe he does come off the bench. Jalen Williams is a guy where you know yeah he's he'll have a shot at that. I Quentin think the, Grimes. You know, if he can score, yeah, like, Grimes is good. it's all about the really scoring, though, right? Like, Quentin so Grimes is good. We're always going to go starter. toward those guys. He's a starter. And, he's yeah, good. and I agree with that. Too. He's good. What about Keegan Murray? He's a starter, but I, he's a guy that I could clearly see, like, being in a bench role at yeah. some point. He could be like, there. I mean, he could easily buckets. right now be their sixth man right? yeah. instead of starting. So Bones? You know, I don't. No, I don't know. I mean, he he's got. Are you just, that. Out, are you just out? You're out on bones. I, no, 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 no. I That's love what bones. you just said. I love bones. That's what you just VCU said. VCU guy, man. Come on, yeah. we we stick together. I was pumped when I saw Eric Maynard's name on the. I love know, Eric Maynard. The, the well, there Thunder used to, front office. There used to be a really there. weird Eric Maynard versus Russell Westbrook debate amongst Thunder fans. Oh Lord, it's a it's a real thing. It's a real thing. There was a friend of mine that was pushing for a Russell Westbrook for Dwight Howard trade so that Eric Maynard could take over at point guard. <laughs> continue i mean uh, yeah yeah i'm not i'm not that guy it's not me that he was protecting there <laughs> but bones could do it but the thing about bones is um you know it's gonna be like jamal crawford comps for bones right. works for me uh it's it's about how much he can actually like how much time is he gonna get yeah because it's all about scoring can he put up 15 to 18 points a game coming off the bench and i don't know i don't know if in you know for the Clippers, yeah. I think of next year, maybe. Is he going to have enough touches, you know, off the bench? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, they might bring in Russ. He he might drop down the depth chart this year. And, yeah, and, it's you true. Know. It's true. I like Bones. I do like Bones, though. And he's going to shoot. Again, the biggest thing is just, can you get the volume? Yeah. Jalen Green, future six man of the year. <laughs> <laughs> if he ever got demoted, then yes, yeah. absolutely. Right. Like, he would fit that. But if you're the Rockets, you picked him number two. Right. Like he's not. not he's gonna certainly. Be never mind. But Ben Matherin. Easily. Like that mm. guy. Yeah. But I, Dave brought up that great point. This is the last year he'll not be a starter. Right. You know. And Nemhard is an interesting name. But. Yeah. It's. He's not going to. Is he going to score um, enough? I think he, he can score enough. I think with Nemhart because he is a good passer too. Yeah. yeah. Like he, you could see him if he was coming off the bench and it was like 14 and seven. Yeah. Smart people would make an argument there. What about Jaden Ivey? Because you have Cade coming back. Right. What if they got the number two pick? Yeah. Then like, what are you, I mean, what are you doing now? Look, if Detroit doesn't have the number one pick, I don't know what they would do. Like, would if you, they do have the number one. You pick, have to take, you take two. Victor Wimbun Young. I mean, I know, but then it's like, you got a billion centers. Right. Oh, well, who cares? <laughs> There's only one of those. Matters. I know you don't care, but it's just like, what have we been doing this whole time? Just Collecting been... all of the centers. Now they have the center, the young center project market sort of cornered. Yeah. If, you, if you're looking for a project center, <laughs> they have them. We've got all of them. we got all of them. So bad for Jalen Duren as a guy we haven't mentioned yet. Yeah. But Who I do really like, but it's a good player. Yeah. Right. I like Ivy. I, I like Ivy as a Ivy. As Ivy a is like, a, yeah, I think he's one that mm -hmm. could be forced into a that little role. bit of thunder and lightning, too, with like him and, and Cade. Right. Because, yeah. uh, you know, think about it. He's he's so fast attacking the basket. He Fire like, and ice. I like thunder and lightning. I think about Lindell White and uh, Reggie yeah. Bush a lot. You know, <laughs> you do. 
Yeah. Dude, hey, football yeah. used to be really cool when you had the, yeah. the running back tandems where yeah. one of them was like Christian Okoye. Yeah. And one then was the other guy was gigantic like, and yeah, one was fast. Like fast. Yeah. Brandon Jacobs. Remember Brandon yeah. Jacobs? 6'4, yeah. 230. And who yeah. was their who was their fast guy? The, the Giants. You're a Giants fan, I'm assuming. No. Oh. No. Well, the, oh, you're a Jets uh, fan. I'm a, no, I'm a Washington Commanders. Oh, so yeah. Brandon Jacobs used to run all over yeah. us. Okay. Yeah. So like it may have been Tiki, Tiki and Brandon Jacobs or something like that. They had it uh, back in the day, uh, like early '90s. They, you know, they they always had running back tandems. Yeah. The Giants did. Yeah. Uh, well, next one. This is a sad one. Oh, jeez. But necessary. Oh no. Oh no. Most likely to flame out. Most likely when we, <laughs> wow, look, when we look back in like three years, we're like, man, I can't believe that guy actually made the okay, roster. Okay. So. Hmm. Oh yeah, Johnny Davis. Wasn't we should here. remove all G League guys because. Yeah, that's not fair because, yeah, we just don't. I, I, I agree with that. If you're not, if you're so, in the G League the guess now. Who can you flame out if you've who? never flamed in? You're correct. If, if the flame has not been lit, there's nothing to out. Yeah, it's just a candle. We really should have got a guess who, a custom guess who game and flick these down <laughs> yeah. as we're doing. Oh, it. that's Should've, a great idea. That would have been good. We can make one. Because, yeah. So, so if, just to paint a picture here. The NBA has printed all these rosters and just set them on a table. And I think I might be the only person who grabbed <laughs> these papers. Well, we're because for sure here's the a, only here's people a, podcasting about this. Here's the thing with the NBA. They print too much. Every team yep. prints too much. Too much printing. If you want to know, if you want to blame somebody for using Global too warming. much paper. Don't go there, Andrew. For the rainforest. Don't go there right now. It's the NBA. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Um, Back to the question. <laughs> flame flaming out i mean i mean so the rest of the people that we're looking at if we're really going to be what we're really saying is who do you think is out of the league first in this group Mm -hmm. and if i'm looking all right i think jose alvarado is a good player but small guards it's hard for them he was the mvp i know of the oh i'm I'm just sounding this out you know i'm just a large fall from grace there um you know, and then role matters so much. Yeah. You know, uh, you can see a guy like AJ Griffin, who I think is really talented, but like where he's at, well, you know, should we say Bones? Just, just because and Bones, like Bones is already on his second team. On his second team. If who else, uh, who else is on his second team? Didn't leave under the best circumstances yeah. from his first team. Go into a place where he may, as, as he progresses, if they bring in another, I mean, he well, there's, got, there's pressure on Gordon. the franchise. There's pressure right. on the franchise to win. He may not be able to play because he cannot defend. Or will not defend one of the two, but he is a turnstile. Yeah. He's actually something less than a. He's not even a turnstile. He's just an open gate. Right. Yeah. That's it. And, and on sign. that team, man, yeah. like they are not. That's not a place where you can do that and thrive. <laughs> you were searching sign. for the next thing <laughs> after Dave said he's an open gate. You were like, okay, what's the thing I could do? <laughs> Say next. And welcome sign. He's a welcome sign. He's a Walmart welcome. greeter. It was a Walmart mask, greeter. He's a Sonic drive-through. You know, Sonic drive through. Do you know what Sonic is? I mean, know? yes. I mean, Oklahoma. Like I guess you don't drive through. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. Actually, one of my pledge brothers, his grandpa started Sonic. Mr. Sonic? <laughs> Mr. Sonic. <laughs> um, we, just, we would show up to Sonic all the time and he would go inside Sonic and just grab anything we wanted and just. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah, it was great. Um. Yeah, so again, this is so funny. We just talked about how Bones is like a dark horse six man of the year candidate. Yeah. But but this is the game, and I think Bones, just from what has already happened, is maybe the pick. I would agree. I think so too. I think small I would only go- say again, Sohan hey, because by the he's way, so interesting of a guy. Small guard. And that Sohan may like well, he's, he's so interesting that he may decide, I just want to like do something else with my life as opposed to play basketball he's a lot of other interests no i'm not even saying it negatively i'm just saying he does and so if i'm going real dark horse here i love him as a basketball player i'll go so him so him because he like invented something and yeah. he just wants to go incredibly talented human yeah. yeah okay uh all right last one yeah we we need it. this is the last one okay the five most likely players to make all nba <laughs> Okay. Well, Paolo, Paolo is a no a no brainer. Paolo Mobley, Scoot. Yep. Scoot. Scoot. Two more. I I'd say Franz Wagner. Interesting. I like Franz Wagner. Well, and we just said Jalen Williams could win Finals MVP. So doesn't he have to? Mm, I don't know about that. 
Okay. I mean, Jalen Green, if if he ever really popped and scored a 30 a game, sure. he, top be... 15 player in the league. Yeah. Like, so, but 30 a game, like, gets you a sniff at third yeah, team yeah. Brad, all NBA. Bradley Beal. Even on a bad team. Yeah. 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 So we're saying, yeah, I think all that makes sense. I mean, yeah. I'm trying to look it's at like so, it's Dark Horse. Jeremy Sohan. I, mean, I think, like, it has a pretty good shot. Yeah. Eventually. I think, like, guys like, Giddy and Quentin Grimes have like an outside shot. Do you think Ma- Matherin has any? Sh- I mean, he's been super productive. He's already. very, he's very productive. I he has a fire about him that I love, and you yeah. know he's so he's athletic. His, he can shoot. He's got, he's also got an incredible story too. We won't take time to tell the story here, but like it's worth your time to this look. This isn't at his, the, the all story NBA. Andrew. To look, to well, but let's not act like narratives don't You're matter. Right. You're right. Because they Should certainly do. If he was averaging 25 a game and the Pacers were like fighting for the Eastern Conference Finals or something like that. If they're a top four team in the East and he's and at he 25 gets, a game. And he gets this incredible feature written about him and his journey. I don't know. Voters tend to like stuff like that. Okay. So if he's scoring 25 a game. Yeah. Right. And and they're top four in the East. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be all NBA. Like we we would we would start the agenda for him just so that we could then say, you know, we did this podcast <laughs> after the greatest Friday night. Everyone's at, talking about it. In yeah. NBA All Star history. We're all going to be in the documentary about tonight that <laughs> Sam is going to direct. That's right. What about Walker Kessler? Uh, there's that's a guy, right? Like so, defense player of the year possibilities there. He's going to block a lot of shots. Utah may wind up being decent pretty fast, following the Gobert. That's steps, right. Yeah, right? And, and so you could you could see a scenario where yeah, he gets a lot of that third team center vote. Yeah, um, a guy we haven't mentioned at all this entire conversation, except for at the very beginning when we talked about him, the mascot. Hitting something at him, Alperin Shengun. Yeah. Where are we at with him? What are you talking about? What? An all NBA guy? I'm I'm not stop I'm, it. I'm not necessarily saying are, uh, now hang on a second. Pill. Now hold on a second. I will not hold on. Look at his numbers. I refuse. Look at Look his, at his numbers. numbers. And if you extrapolate those to, you know, like more playing time, if the if the team is ever good, and by the way, I don't necessarily think Shingun is like staying in a Houston Rocket forever. I mean, yeah. the baby Jokic stuff is funny, but it's Stop. not completely inaccurate. How dare and you? It, no, it's like a don't ever, the biggest problem with that. You should never talk to anyone like is, Jokic is ever. like, is that Shingun's like six, eight, right? <laughs> and he's just got yes. a ball. But I mean, just, he does. He is a productive. You think that would have happened to Jokic? <laughs> no, I don't actually. He but that. he is he is uh, he is a productive player in the stat sheet. Right. Like, yeah. And that matters. Good passer. Really good passer. Um, you know, can can score. Runs a little funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm not I don't, I'm not there with him. Yeah. But I I, I, I I mean, I can sit and talk myself into circles on all these guys. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm just trying to think of anybody that we, Trey have, Murphy, that maybe. we haven't mentioned. Like Trey Murphy, I, I like as a shooter defender. I mean, he's such a solid player that you could see if he really popped one year, he could make it. I just, but I just don't a, think he has that he kind of potential. Enough, right? But like he is like the ultimate role player. Mm-hmm. Like there's not one team in the league that wouldn't want him mm-hmm. in their lineup. I mean, he's right a starter now. in like, you know, on 20 some odd. Sure. Different teams. He's great. Yeah, he's a great player. Yeah. Um, it isn't uh, within the again within the conversation. So I'm pointing at Scotty Barnes. You yeah, know, that was a guy that we had. Sky high projections for. We Wait, just... did we skip over him or did we say him? We didn't say we him. We didn't say oh, him. Oh, well, Scotty. Sorry. Okay. I, I, I thought right. we had already said him. Yeah, Scotty Barnes for sure. I have a superlative. Okay. Last one, if you want it. Yeah. Of all these guys, last shot, who would you want to be taking the last shot? And why is it not Jose Alvarado? Because he just won the game. Uh, that was great fun. I. Hmm. Like, what kind of shot? Ball in the hand, ball, it, it shot is... clock. Everyone knows that down. this guy has the ball in and his he's hand. He's going to shoot it. it. The clock is ticking down. Let's just say score tied, so it doesn't. Have, you don't have to think about threes or twos. Easy. Yeah. Paolo. Yeah. Yeah. Paolo. Paolo. That step back that he's got at his size. It's like who's got the best go-to move? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the ball in their hand, like Paolo would be the one. Nearly unguardable. Yeah. That move. Um. Yeah. So I think Paolo. That that one's easy. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. No doubt. If you're a Magic fan. 
a sneaky one, Quentin Grimes, I think, is a guy yeah. that off the dribble is has got a lot more juice than people think, mm-hmm. and is developing like, and pretty he's rapidly. And he, yeah, yeah, he's he's super good. Uh, but yeah, I think that, and even Jalen Green, like we can even mention Jalen Green one more time, <laughs> just for you, Mike. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Hold on. You're saying he's pretty good. You're saying last shot. Who would you try? I'm not trusting Jalen Green with the last shot. Like I, I not right now. Yeah, sure. But like today, Paolo, that's it. I mean, he, he could do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's Does he have a buzzer beater this year? You know, I I, like, for some reason, I remember something no? like maybe like the there very was something, early was in the it, maybe season. It was a preseason or something. But I, in my head, I'm like, I maybe like he's been league, in that. Yeah, yeah it might have been. Yeah. Like, like I'm thinking like I know he's had a buzzer beater game winner, blah, blah, blah. But. I don't know if it was actually the regular yeah. season, but yeah, Alvarado has. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Alvarado still might be the guy. Uh, this is an interesting group. Yeah, I don't know that there's like any like surefire like first ballot Hall of Famers in this group. Do you think uh, they're like a generational talent in this yeah. group? No, I don't see it. Yeah, I'm not sure I do either. I don't like. I don't even see. I. I mean, I don't think any of these guys will be like a top five guy, right? Like, I mean, not this group. Yeah. Um. But that. I mean, that's pretty normal. You don't get yeah. top five guys every two years. <laughs> no. Luckily. Yeah. That was man. Imagine if the turnover was like football, where the best running back might only be the best running back for like a season and a half. Right. And then he blows his ACL. And then three years later, he comes back and he's the best running back in the league for another year. This right? Is, like, this is it? the most football talk on Slam and Jam ever. For yeah. sure. That's what you get. Well, it's a Super Bowl week. <laughs> so, <laughs> technically. Is it? Super Bowl was, was last Sunday? weekend. Gosh. I know. That makes what? no sense Guys. to me. Wasn't it? Last weekend? It was on well, Sunday. What are you saying? Last? Yeah. It was this past Sunday? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no way. Isn't that true? Isn't it? I'm pretty sure that's when true. When was the Super Bowl? This is... Right. Oh yeah, I never do this. It was. It was. It definitely was. Like I know it was. Yeah. I watched it with my no, no, kids. We saw. It. There's friends. a guy. There's Same. people walking was... around with their Super Bowl swag to make sure that we know the last, that they were at the Super Bowl. The last two days have felt like a whole week. That's me. how oh, consumed we listen, are with the. NBA. I apologize right. for the punch drunkiness of this podcast. Like I, it's we great. we sound punch drunk. I mean, we are. Like, this is we, great. We've been here. No, this is going great. all day. But I'm as sharp as I've ever been. So. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. Yeah. Hey, if you want to leave us a five-star review, I'll read it on the podcast. We'll do that next week when Alex Spears is back. Uh, thanks so much for listening, and we hope you guys have a great weekend. Uh, we are going to have more podcasts coming at you, recapping All-Star Weekend. Be sure that you subscribe to The Athletic NBA Show on YouTube so you can watch us talk, which is great. We're also having some exclusive content posted on our YouTube page over the weekend here in Salt Lake City. Uh, You guys enjoy the basketball, and we'll talk to you guys again next week.